I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. For the live, she is gone. Aaron Judge, line one right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Rounding third, scoring Connor from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. And again, you're listening to the Bomber Brothers. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. But yes, good good transition into where they can improve. I think you got an up-close and personal look of of where they could improve with Luis Castillo on, on the mound last night. And I mean, he looked terrific. No hit the Yankees through through five innings, which was, I think, the seventh time the Yankees have gone into the sixth inning without having a hit, which is, it's pretty crazy to think that they're four and three now in those situations. So they actually have a winning record when they're no hit through five innings. That's pretty wild. But uh, anyway, Castillo, terrific last night. He's been terrific since coming back from the IL this year. Seven innings, two hits, one run last night that dropped his ERA down to uh, two seven seven, and he has eighty two strikeouts and in seventy eight innings. The numbers are all there. You had um, you had Heyman reporting last night that the Yankees are considered to be one of the two favorites, quote unquote, to land Castillo. The other being the Dodgers because they're in on every big trade deadline acquisition every year. Must be nice and. They and Heyman also reported that the Yankees have made it clear that Volpe and Peraza will not be offered in trade packages. So, Sean, what did you think of seeing Castillo, who comes in a day after the Yankees lose Severino to injury while Tyone's been struggling? Cortez bounced back, but he's regressed a bit. So, I think you can certainly make the argument that. I mean, you can make the argument even if Cortez and Tyone were pitching fine because you, you never can have enough starting pitching. But I mean, what, what do you think on adding an arm like Castillo who would be, I mean, Cole, Castillo, Severino to start a playoff series? That, that, that's pretty damn good. I wanted Castillo before the game started. After the sixth inning, I really wanted him. And then after the seventh, I was like, I got to have him have to the way that he handled the umpire blowing that call to load the bases and to come back and just blow LeMahieu away who by the way has had some trouble with with 
catching up to fastballs here and there. It's kind of weird. Like you ever see, he yeah. gets like into these at bats where he's just behind on the fastball. It's, it, it's and it's it's random, but it's like for three straight pitches he'll look late, and the next time he comes up, he'll, but anyway. No, the, I I thought he was amazing last night, I, and I loved his demeanor. Like that is the kind of attitude you want on a on a team going for a championship. The way that he's able to uh, just just stick to his performance and have a good time and and not let anything bother him. Like that seems like the perfect attitude for pitching in New York, if you ask me. Umpire blows a call. He doesn't care. He comes back. He's like not laughing about it, but he's like, "We're good. I'm just going to get the next guy out." Goes out, strikes out Lemayhew. Like freaking great job by him dominates a good lineup that that's struggling, but in a, you know, in Yankee stadium, which is relatively hitter friendly, not as much as people think, but um, yeah, I I thought he was great. I think the Yankees should definitely go after him. Um, I think that they should give up what it takes to get him, especially if they're going up against uh, you know, the Dodgers, which who we know are going to be super aggressive. Don't prospect hug. Don't be like, oh, we need to save X player because in three years we're going to have go out to the championship. Now, if you have Cole and uh, Castillo at the top of your rotation going into a playoff series and then you get one of Nestor or Sevi to be like what they can be, that's dominant. I mean, if Nestor bounces back to being Nestor again in the second half, can you imagine that trio? Or even if Sevi comes back healthy, Sevi was one of the most reliable pitchers for last month. He was p- p- pitching amazing before he got hurt. Like, don't his his performance in the beginning of the middle game shouldn't bother you because he was pitching hurt. Dude, can you imagine a rotation of freaking Cole, Castillo, Sevi, and then uh, Cortez as your four in the playoffs? That's amazing. Go do that. Like, do it right now, and then you that that'll help mask. That'll help rest the bullpen. It'll help mask some of your other issues. Yankees go and do that because to me, there's not a lot of other other areas they can help their team. I don't think they're going to trade for a catcher. They have technically an all-star catcher, although he might've got, he has like what, five hits in his last three games. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, Um, first, I mean, you know, we talk about Trevino slumping, but it's not the same as talking about IKF. Trevino is an elite defender, which you need behind the plate. So if he doesn't Mm -hmm. hit much, I'm I'm not too worried about it. Like you have an in-house solution in LeMahieu for for Donaldson, but there is no solution out there for a shortstop. I I don't know who they could who they could Iglesias. That doesn't excite me. And then with Benintendi not getting vaccinated, like I'm sorry, just as a baseball decision, you can't take that risk because you might have to go to Toronto in the playoffs. Yeah, so and you, go you and load up on on your rotation. And you've got six more in, in Toronto the rest the rest of this uh, series, and they're going to be a team that I mean, supposedly I know they're like fifteen and a half back now, and they and they um, lost again, but they're uh, they're a team that you're theoretically going to be trying to keep keep buried in in the division. So those are games you're going to want to win. So 
I, yeah, the report is again from Heyman that the Yankees are now unlikely to pursue Benintendi. I think that makes a ton of sense because when you have the best record in baseball, your primary focus now is shifting to the playoffs and obviously keeping that spot atop the division. But once you get to the playoffs and one of the teams you might be facing, you're not going to have that player for half of half of the series, then it doesn't make sense. But back back to Castillo, I agree. I think he's a no-brainer. Um, not not one for prospects hugging either. Wh- whoever it takes, we, prospects are inc- incredibly volatile. You have no idea what they're going to become, even if they're doing great at AAA right now. So I'm totally fine with parting with any of them to get a pitcher who we know can pitch at an all-star level already in, in the major leagues and pretty much show that he has no problem pitching at Yankee stadium either. So that was, that was huge. Uh, Frankie Montas is another potential trade candidate. I know he's with the A's who Cashman has plenty of experience dealing with, um, but he also just had a start delayed because of some injury concerns. So I don't know what that's going to do to his market, but he's been strong three, two, six, ERA this year, but I, th- I think Castillo is is the golden goose if you're trying to get a rotation upgrade, and then yeah. and then maybe maybe the bullpen. I mean, you, you I know you have Loaiza coming back. I agree with you. I thought that was a peculiar decision to bring him back for the first time in a tie game in the eighth inning. But I mean, if if he comes back and he could be anything like he was last year, could get Britton back down the stretch. I think people forget how reliable he's been since signing his deal. With the Yankees, even though a lot of people just have the Field of Dreams game fused into their minds, but the Yankees could get some internal upgrades at bullpen. They can't get that from their starting pitching or for the outfield. So I think those should be the the two main focuses. But yeah, after last night, get me Castillo. Yeah, I I think the go all in on, on Castillo. Um, don't do the 2017 thing. The 2019 thing where you go and you get like the second or third best option available because this this guy's dominant. You don't want to be sitting there in October and rolling out Frankie Montas when you could be rolling out Castillo. That's just, you know, that that's just what's good, what it's going to be. So don't don't try to get cute. Pay what it takes to get him because you can't upgrade it short. And I don't know. I don't see a, a, um, a slam dunk option in the outfield. I almost am more inclined. Like I said, I want Carpenter playing. I mean, at this point, would you rather have Carpenter or Benintendi in the lineup? I'd rather have Carpenter. And I mean, it's been doing it for a while now, man. He's not been great as a pinch hitter, but every time he starts, he puts up. He's been incredible. Like, hey, could it could it end tomorrow? Absolutely, it could. But let's let's roll it out. I think I have urgency on the starting pitching front. The outfield front, I, I would I would go and steal today. Outfield front, I would let it play out a little bit more. Hicks has proven to be a productive player when healthy. He just has not been healthy since 2018. Maybe he's finally starting to feel it again. See if see if this last couple of weeks has been a fluke or if Hicks has really gotten the power back in that wrist and he's hitting again. I think that's that could be a huge internal solution. And then playing Carpenter more as well. If after two weeks you feel like you need more from your outfield, then you can start exploring options, maybe making a big trade for, you know, um, for another outfielder, but don't, you know, you, unfortunately, if, if Benintendi is, is choosing not to get vaccinated, then the Yankees have to choose not to pursue him because that's going to affect their, 
um, that could affect them in the playoffs, not just in um, not just in the regular season as well. So uh, I, I feel much more urgency on the starting pitching front. The relievers, you you kind of hope that some of these guys figure it out. Like one of Chapman or Loisaga, hopefully can figure out how to become their their former selves. I know, uh, you know David Robertson's floating out there as a trade target. He's been pretty. Good He's been this great season. this season. Uh, can you imagine a third a third time with D Rob? That he just brings he just brings good feelings back for me too. So, um, you know, we'll see there. But I think you know Castillo's the 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 big fish right now. Go and get him you can kind of let a couple other things shake out, I think, and wait and see on, on a couple other things down the stretch. Yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting time. I mean, the Yankees waited until just a couple weeks before the trade deadline to start showing some cracks in the lineup and the bullpen faltering. He had, it was Licky's turn last night. So it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting time for Brian Cashman to decide what he believes is – the start of a downward trend that needs to be addressed or a blip in the radar in an otherwise historic season. So we'll see, but I, I hope he is on the phone trying to make sure Luis Castillo doesn't get too far from New York after, after last night's start. 